Murray Olds out of Australia, our correspondent. Hey, Muzz. Afternoon, dear Heather. So how many protesters turned up for Cardinal Pell? Well, it depends who you talk to. Uh, there was a sizable number, certainly loud enough to, to drown out the first uh, few minutes of uh, the uh, Requiem Mass for Cardinal George Pell. Uh, George Pell, go to hell, they were chanting. Uh, it was arranged by the police that, they, that there'd be no kind of dramatic confrontation between the two sides because uh, we did see last night there were uh, lots of uh, uh, people from the Rainbow Coalition uh, uh, tying ribbons around the uh, the fence along the front of St Mary's Cathedral in Sydney uh, in honour of uh, child sex abuse victims of clergy. And as they were tying them on, supporters of George Pell and the Catholic Church were going along, cutting them off. In the end, there was a compromise. Some were allowed to be there. Uh, and as I say, police, uh, in fact, riot squad police stood uh, between the two sides. Uh, the service itself, uh, well, um, interesting as in terms of who turned up and who didn't. Uh, Cardinal Pell, of course, was the Catholic Archbishop of Sydney for, uh, for, I think, eight years, also Catholic Archbishop of Melbourne. And as we heard, his brother then jailed for more than 400 days of a six-year sentence for child sex abuse. He always said he was innocent, and the High Court found that. So who turned up today? Well, former Prime Minister John Howard, Malcolm Turnbull also there, uh, and also Tony Abbott. And Tony Abbott, very interesting. He was a good, close friend of George Pell. He said Pell was one of the country's greatest sons. He was made a scapegoat for the church itself. Should never, ever have been investigated, never mind convicted and jailed. Uh, Who didn't turn up? Well, uh, Anthony Albanese was a no-show. No surprise there, really. Uh, And also, very surprising, the very Catholic Conservative Premier of New South Wales, Dominic Perrottet, who this week was in the news, of course, with a program on ABC Current Affairs Television about the secretive Catholic uh, uh, group, if you like, Opus Dei. Uh, A a big farewell for a big Australian, no doubt about it, but he still has his critics. Why is Charles not going to be on the $5 note? Well, it's, I guess, no real surprise. Uh, It was alluded to when the Queen passed away last, I think, was the Queen passed away in September? I think she did. And it was, look, it was alluded to then by the Labor government and indeed by the head of the Reserve Bank. Uh, so Charles is going to be left off the new fiver um, in favour of a quote design which honours the culture and history of the first Australians. Uh, so this is going to be in the fullness of time. There's still swags of $5 notes with the Queen's head on it, Heather. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Jim Chalmers saying, of course, the monarch is still on our coins. But the new $5 note says uh, more about our history, he says, in our heritage and our country. That's a very good thing, he says. But cue the right-wing outrage because, uh, you know, the, this horrible culture war we have over here continues. You can't do anything on the right without the left howling about it, and you can't do anything on the left without the right howling about it. We're just like this mirror image, a tiny little United States over here. It's sad and plain wrong, says some people. Our, I bet Elbow wants his mug shot on the note instead. Um, and someone here says, I think you might like this, print the new $5 note on paper, not polymer. At least we can find a use for the notes after inflation <laughs> renders them useless, <laughs> which I thought was lovely. Classic. Where did they find this radioactive pill? I thought I mean, I thought it was so small we were never going to see it again, so how'd they find it? Indeed. No, they had to call in. I mean, these poor buggers, they started off searching by hand, right? By foot, I beg your pardon. It's a 1,400-kilometre trip from Newman down to Perth. This little thing measures uh, the density of iron ore. It's a tiny little radioactive thing the size of a 10-cent piece. Well, about three or four 10-cent pieces stacked on top of each other. So it's tiny. 
and it was uh, being sent down to Perth as part of a bigger machine. And it's actually rumbled loose off the back of the truck, not too far from the mine, actually. But they didn't know where to start looking, so they did start at the start. And as I say, these poor buggers and uh, high-vis gear were walking along the side of the highway. Uh, in the end, they called in some specialist equipment that was uh, put into, into vehicles, and, and they could travel at 70 kilometres an hour along the road. And lo and behold, beep, 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 um, a bit like No Country for Old Men when, that, uh, radio, when the radio signal was picked up by the bad guy. And so they, they located the sort of uh, the big, broad area. It wasn't that large, actually. Then they got out of the car with the special gear on, and lo and behold, they found it. Uh, they're satisfied it wasn't picked up by anybody. Uh, as I say, it, it, it could have been uh, uh, injurious to health if it had been found. Uh, in, in, in this case, it's, it's a happy ending, and they literally did find the little needle in the haystack. That is incredible, Muzz. Honestly, I thought that you guys were just going to be the laughing stock of the world forever, but unfortunately you've proven us wrong. Thank you for that. Muzz Olds, Australia correspondent.